why it may take us to the end of um, uh, end of um, it, I, I would suspect it, will, it may take us to the end of April yeah then to the end of April 14 lessons let's, let's say we, we succeed in taking one are you hearing me we succeed in taking one every Sunday that is 14 Sundays so just calculate and today we are not even doing lesson one Today we are doing wisdom from the background. Hallelujah. So, hallelujah. Today, write the title down. Background lessons on the book of Hebrew. Just background lessons. I'll try and finish that one today. Then next week we start from lesson one. I just need to give you some background lessons. Some background wisdom concerning that book. Background lessons on the book of Hebrew. Hallelujah. And you are going to learn, you are going to be blessed. Hallelujah. Amen. Then next week, we start with it proper. It's going to be like a Bible school. I want to encourage you. It's enriching. It's going to establish your Christian life and give you proper tools for understanding Christianity. Glory be to God forevermore. So, um, it's amazing today. We are going to read today from the book of Acts 21 verse 17. Uh, it's 21, 17 to uh, 26. It's amazing that we are studying the book of Hebrew. We are starting from Acts, right? Don't worry. We will link everything up to the glory of God. Hallelujah. So we don't have time to wait. Let's start right away. Look, this is when Paul had finished his third missionary journey. And by some strange reasons, for some strange reasons, he insisted that he must go to Jerusalem to keep the feast on Pentecost. And they tried to persuade even Agabus, a prophet, stood up at one point and said, look, just took his gadu, his garment, and tied it. He said, whoever owns this clothes, I don't know who owns it all, but whoever owns this clothes, this is how they will tie him up in Jerusalem. And the guy said, I'm ready to go. He said, I will, I'm ready to die in Jerusalem. So he ended up in Jerusalem. So from verse 17. And when we are come to Jerusalem, the brethren received us gladly. Please follow this story carefully. Go on. On the following day, they, they slept over. The following day, Paul went in with us. Please, when they say us, us, Luke wrote the book of Acts. So Luke is part of his entourage, Dr. Luke and some other guys. Okay? Silas was also there. So all of them went. Okay? And uh, they, they went, uh, to, uh, went with us to, uh, to James. James is the brother of Jesus Christ. Or let me say the half-brother of Jesus, right? The, the same mom. But not the same dad. <laughs> okay. So, and then uh, to go and see. James at that time is also the pastor of the, was the pastor of the church in Jerusalem. Okay. And all the elders were present. Of course, the apostles, some of them were present. Okay. When he had greeted them, he, uh, he told in detail those things which God had done among the Gentiles through his ministry. He told them the great thing that happened everywhere he went, okay? And when they had heard it, listen to this very well. And when they had heard it, they glorified the Lord. And they, uh, they said to, to him, you see, brother, 
we can thank God for all these things you say. People were baptized in Ephesus. Miracles happened here. The word of the Lord grew here. We said, look, brother, listen to us. How many myriads, look at what they are saying now, of Jews there are who had believed, who have believed. And they are all zealous for what? For the law. Listen. People say, look, I will thank God for what you say you are God is doing, no? He said, but here, a lot of Jews have believed. Right now, they are not zealous for Jesus Christ. Who saved them? They are zealous for what? For the law. The law. If law could save them, why did they come to Jesus? They were zealous for the law of Moses. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. But they, are, but they have been informed about you, that you, are, you teach all the Jews who are among the Gentiles to forsake Moses, saying that they ought not to circumcise their children, not to walk according to the customs, which is true. We taught that. What then? The assembly must certainly meet, for they will hear that you have come. You don't come. Therefore, do what we tell you. We have four men who have taken a vow. Take them and be purified with them. Look at what they are telling Paul. Purified with what? A man who said anything outside the blood of Jesus Christ is fake. A man who said we have been purified by faith. They now say, come and be purified according to the law. According to the custom of the Jews. My God. Take them, be purified with them. Pay their expenses. <laughs> if you are going to pay their expenses, what has the blood of Jesus paid for? Pay their expenses so that they may what? Shave their head. Like Bros. J. <laughs> Bros. J. yesterday said, I wanted to color his hair. I said, you don't need to color your hair. You paint your head. That's all you do. What are you coloring? Just paint it. That's all. Hallelujah. Okay. That they may shave their head. That all may know that those things of which they were informed concerning you are nothing. They are, they, are, they, are, they are lying. You keep the law yourself. But you yourself also work orderly and keep the law. It's not true. But, but concerning the Gentiles, who believe we have uh, written to them to decide that they should not do no such things. Let the Gentiles be free. But we, we are not free. We must keep Moses. Verse 26. The Emperor took the men. You obey them. May, you, may God guide you against wrong advisors. Paul took the men. And the next day, having been purified, can you imagine? So Paul and the priest started bathing Paul. Paul! Guys, let him who stand there take it, take it, he do. Sometimes you think that you are established. You are established to the degree of the people around you. You may know yourself. If people around you don't, they will soon draw you back. Let's say Paul has somebody around him, strong in, in, in grace, strong in faith. He said, Paul, what are you trying to do? You decrease? Despite all you taught us, you want to go and be purified according to the Jews? If you try that, let me go kill you personally. You were stood. They went and purified. <laughs> How do you purify with them? Enter in the temple to announce the expiration of the days of purification. Because it, took, it takes seven days. So at the end of seven days, you want to go and announce that I'm not clean. At which time an offering should be made for each one of them. Can you imagine? They will now go and be clean goat again. Again! After the blood of Jesus has been shed for them. Paul! 
Verse, uh, verse 27. Now when the seven days were almost ended, the Jews from Asia, seeing him in the temple, stirred up the whole crowd and they lay hands on him. They said, the man, when they preach again, they don't, they don't come. They stirred up, they laid on him. They beat him, they nearly killed him. They nearly killed him. It from, from that time he was arrested and he ended in prison till the end of his ministry. He only was released briefly. After that, he was captured again and he died. Listen to me, guys. I'm going somewhere. So, it was from the prison he wrote Hebrews. There are some letters he wrote from prison. So, <laughs> so when someone led me to this place, now this try to obey this law, this Judaism, now he bring me this wahala. This is not correct. Let me begin to write to correct it. So that's why I said we are learning some lessons from the background. Hallelujah. May what you go through become a lesson for the future. Amen. In the mighty name. That was, he never came out from this prison, no? In fact, until the book of Acts, he never came out from this prison. It is only uh, uh, Bible historians who told us that they, they released him later. Briefly, and he came back to Jerusalem, they caught him again. And he was killed by Emperor Nero, who beheaded him. Glory be to God forevermore. And the guy was not up to 70 years. So it was like something when they killed him. He was born in AD, AD 60. He was arrested at, around this amount, like AD 59, AD 50, So it was like 53 when he was arrested. He never recovered. Around AD 57. He was never, around 51 years old. He never, that was all. Glory be to God forevermore. When, when, Paul, when, when Paul says upon the agent, it was the journey that made him old and the beatings and everything. If you have been stoned five times, I don't think you will survive. <laughs> Hallelujah. So, number one, lesson from the background. Let me begin to rush now. Brothers and sisters, give your life a good pattern. Write it down. The way I'm saying it to you. Give your life a good pattern. This place, if, if you don't go to school, you won't, this school will not benefit you much. If you didn't go to school, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It not benefit you very much. You know, give your life a good pattern so that when people are arguing about you, they will know you are the one. Sometimes people will argue, is she the one? Is she the one? Did he do it? Did he do it? But give your life such a good pattern that when there is any doubt, the pattern that is created, everybody will know that you are the one. Why, Pastor T, why are you saying this? This is the only book Paul wrote without claiming authorship. This is the only book he wrote without claiming, normally they say, from, from, Paul, from Paul. This is the only book he wrote without creating authorship. And you know why he did it? He did it because if it is the same Paul again that wrote to the Jews, they will say, that boy, don't come again. He hid his personality so that the letter can be accepted. Take me out of the scene. Let the letter be accepted. It was pure wisdom. Hiding the authorship so that when you read, because sometimes when you see the name author, you read, you read I beg. It's called branding. When the brand goes wrong, you have to change it. So he knew the message would not be accepted if they saw his name there. He, he removed his name. But the head of the church, after they met, met, they said, no, this is poor now. 
Because it was a pattern. It was a pattern. Look. <laughs> Can I give you six patterns in that book, from the book of Hebrew, to show that it was the one? I will give you all the six. Time is gone. I will give you a few ones. Number one, there was nobody in the New Testament, nobody in the New Testament, who was as passionate for the Hebrews, for the Jews, like Paul. Nobody. Romans chapter 9, verse 1. Quickly, Romans chapter 9, verse 1 to 3. Who is there? That was a pattern. Look at what he said. I tell the truth in Christ. I am not lying. My conscience also, also bearing me witness in the Holy Spirit. Go on. That I have what? Great sorrow. That is body and continual grief in my heart. Why? For I wish. No, no. Uh, go, go back. Read. Go back to that verse 2. In my, that I have what? Great sorrow and continual grief in my heart. Go on, verse 3. Look at what I say. For I wish, I, I, I wish that I myself were accursed from what? From Christ. For my brethren and my countrymen, according what? To the flesh. The man was so passionate that he wants to be cut off from Christ so that the Jews can be saved. What kind of stupid passion is that? He wants to go to hell. A cause from Christ for someone to be saved. Forget it, too. Anybody that wants to go to hell, me, I, I refuse to. I'm not, that, I'm not that passionate that I'm ready to go to hell so that I'll be saved. No. If you cannot go, you will stay. Me, I will go. Are you hearing? <laughs> we know we can forsake car for sake. We can, for, for the sake of helping somebody, we can forsake money. We can waste time to help somebody. But heaven, I cannot. I, no, 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 no. I, that is, I can't bargain it for anybody. Paul was willing to bargain that because of his passion for these people. Nobody, that was a pattern. Glory be to God forevermore. That was a pattern. Then number two pattern. Nobody had more knowledge in Judaism than Paul. Nobody. That one, I can't read it for you. What should I read it for you? Philippians chapter, chapter 3. Kai. Chapter 3, quickly, quickly, quickly. Who is there? Chapter 3, okay, rejoice in the Lord. They told them that, okay, let's go. Let's rejoice. Finally, by brethren, rejoice in the Lord. For the, or for the right, the same thing to you, for me, it's not tedious, but for you, it's safe. Go on, let's read very far. Beware of dogs. Beware of evil workers. Beware of mutilation. So you, when you put beware of dogs in front of your house, you are correct, okay? Let's go on. For where the circumcision, it was, it was one against Judaism, uh, who worship God in spirit and just in Christ Jesus, I have no confidence in the flesh. Look at what it says. Though I also might have what? Confidence in the flesh. If anyone thinks he may have confidence in the flesh, I must so. That anybody who thinks they know about this Judaism, about uh, doing this, about uh, fleshly pride in Christ, I have him more than all of you. Circumcised what? On the eighth day. Of the stock of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin, of Benjamin, a Hebrew of Hebrews, concerning the law, a Pharisee. I have credential. If there's anybody that has confusion to write, I have it. So there's a pattern. Glory be to God forevermore. I said what? Concerning zeal, persecuting the church. Concerning righteousness, which according to law, blameless. I got credential. Verse 7. Hallelujah. Blameless. But those things were gained to me. I what? I can't what? Lost for Christ. If you think I don't know, I know I'm, I, am, I am cool. I can write about this, but I just try to cast it aside. Glory be to God for Qualified. Eminently qualified. You don't understand that. Eminently qualified to write. 
Some of you don't know anything about Nigeria. I'm just looking. Oh. Mm. Qualify. Yeah. They said, well, he doesn't have certificate. He said it was, the Supreme Court ruled that it was eminently qualified to contest. Some of you are saying, what, what is this? Where did that come from? No. It, it, it's, uh, it's the name of a bank, Eminent Bank Nigeria Limited. You hear me? It's the name of a beer, Eminent Beer. Eminent Nigerian Beauties. Are you hearing? <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> I don't have time today. Glory be to God forevermore. Hallelujah. That's, that's what I'm trying to say. Create pattern in your life. There's another pattern in the book of Hebrew that will help you know it's poor. Nobody in the New Testament who wrote, ask for prayer. Pray for me, pray for me. It was only Paul. It's a pattern. In all his letters, they ask for prayers. Go to Hebrew chapter 13. Hebrew 13. Hebrew chapter 13. Yeah. Go to verse 18. Verse 18. Look, what did he say? Pray for us. For we are coming out, we have what? A good conscience and all things. Is that not how he writes? Yeah. If you go to the book of uh, Romans chapter 15, write this thing down. Romans 15 verse 30. Romans 15 verse 30. Now I beg you, uh, brethren, through the Lord, uh, through the Lord Jesus Christ, and through the love of the Spirit, that you are, strive together with me, what? In prayer to God, what? For me. Go to Colossians chapter 4. Colossians chapter 4. Okay? Chapter 4. Go to verse 2. Continue what? Earnestly in prayer. Be vigilant in it with thanksgiving. What? Verse 3. Verse 3, please. Oh, meanwhile, pray also what? For all. That's a pattern. It's always asking what? For prayers. First Thessalonians chapter 5. First Thessalonians chapter 5. Quick, quick, quick. I'm even myself, I'm, I'm hurrying. Thessalonians chapter 5. Verse 25, please. Verse 25. Are you there? What did he say there? Brethren, do what? Is that not a pattern? Let your life have a pattern. So that when they are arguing whether you are the one or not, they will just say, no, this is you. Have a good pattern. Are you hearing me? Have what? A good pattern. So that when they are wondering, how do you lay your bed? How do you read? What time do you do your communion? What time do you do your prayer? So that when they hear somebody praying, they say, no, no, no. That Nainok. Every 7 a.m. they know. That's why they were able to identify Daniel. They say, they know, say, go pray. There's a pattern. Some, people, some of you, some of you, life has no pattern. You just wake up anything where you want to do, now you go do. No pattern. Let them know the way you talk. You know, that's the way, some, that's the way I will say something, they will forgive me. They say, Pastor T. Yes. That's a pattern. <laughs> that's a pattern. Don't worry. Pastor T, talk out, don't worry. You, you'll be all right. <laughs> have a pattern. Glory be to God forevermore. Let your life have a pattern. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. <laughs> look, look, look who, who also asked? Look at the prayer point. That verse, go, go, go to that place we read. Hebrew 13, verse um, 18. Go to, go, go to the prayer point in 19. The prayer point he asked for. What's the prayer point there? Especially, I urge you to do this, this prayer, that I may be restored to you, sinner. Who was in prison? Pattern. Glory be to God forevermore. Who is the person who is always greeting Timothy in the Bible? Nobody ever mentioned Timothy. Go to verse 23. Verse 23. Go to verse 23. Please, who is there now? Quick. Know that our brother Timothy has been set free. Nobody in the Bible calls Timothy our brother. Like some people know me in this church. When I see you, you have a nickname. Aburo Maria. 
You know Maria. You know Aburomi. When you see, just know that in a pattern they call you. Nobody they call you. Half a pattern. When I see me, I say almost secundus. He say, who else is almost secundus? Are you hearing me? <laughs> Glory be to half a pattern. Timothy, our brother. That's how he calls him all the time. Glory be to God forevermore. Hallelujah. Is somebody getting blessed here today? God, who also wrote from Italy? He's the one that said, I, I sent greeting from Italy. I wrote from Go to verse 24. Verse 24. Greet all those who rule over you. And, uh, and all the says, those from Italy will do what? Greet you. Pattern. Glory be to God forever. Man. Let me ask you, when you get home, please read John chapter 20 from verses 1 to 9. Read it when you get I'm begging you. Mary Magdalene came and met them, the disciples. He said, Jesus has risen. No, he didn't say Jesus has risen. No, he said, he went to the grave. He didn't see the dead body. He said, somebody that don't carry ammo. Then Peter took off, started running. Voo! Then John followed. Peter was older. John was younger. So John outran him. When they got, got, got to the sepulchre, to the grave, this is what happened. The Bible said, Peter they didn't enter. He stood there. Was looking inside so that it doesn't go there because <laughs> he didn't look inside. But the young one, John, who knew him, ran and entered. Bible says he looked around, go there, yeah. Then Simon Peter came following and went to the tomb, okay. And he saw the line coast line, okay. God there was looking inside, he saw the linen and the handkerchief that had been uh, uh, being around his head, not lying with the, with the linen clothes, but folded together in his place. The linen cloth was scattered here. The handkerchief around his head was wrapped, kept in it, separate. Go, go on, verse 8. Then the other disciple, who came into the tomb first, because Peter was peeping, he entered. Then it was later that Peter followed him. Who came to the tomb first? What? Went in also, and he saw, and what? And believed. Peter saw, didn't believe. But this guy saw this thing, he believed that this guy has risen. What was the reason? John was closer to Jesus Christ. He knew how he did these things. So when he saw the way they folded the handkerchief, Naindwam. There's a pattern here. That's a pattern here. How do you set your table? Let them pattern. Let them be able to trace some things around you. And say, no, no, no. Nasali, they do this thing. Let them be have a pattern. Hey, somebody getting something here right now. If you go to John chapter 21. John chapter 21. You know, they were, they were, going, they were fishing. Nobody knew. They said, uh, throw your net here. You will catch this one. And finally, when they threw their net and they caught, go there. Go to 21. Maybe around verse 6 so that we don't waste time. Verse 6. And he said to them, cast, on, uh, cast the net on the right side of the boat and you will find some. So they cast and now they were not able to draw it in because of the multitude of fish. Verse, verse 7. Go on. Therefore, disciples whom Jesus loved, the same guy, said to Peter, It is what? The Lord. There's a pattern. The last time we cast net, our net tore. We cast again, we couldn't draw it in. That is a pattern. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Establish what? A pattern. So when the authorship of book of Hebrew was being, disp- was being disputed, there was a pattern. It became, they came to a conclusion that it was poor. 
have a pattern, brother. Glory be to God forevermore. Hallelujah. Give your life what a good rhythm, a pattern. Let it be that when you are out of pattern, everybody will wonder. It's like you see me dress rough. You will wonder what happened. You can't catch me dress rough. Even at home. Are you hearing me? Even at home. If I want to dress, I dress. I wear good clothes. I wear good shirt. No, I'm not going anywhere. Just for my own sanity of mind. I love it. If I'm not wearing it, because normally in the house throughout, I wear boxer short. Shorts, that's all I will wear. Boxer, not the job. You just be going around. Like Matamba around the house. Are you hearing me? Boxer short with white t shirt. I don't care. But if I must wear anything, believe me, it must be correct. Hallelujah. Some of you, when you eat, we know you are the one. <laughs> because you will clear ground to the glory of God. <laughs> Have a pattern. Hallelujah. Let it be predictable. That's 5 a.m. We know you are praying. That social time we know you'll be at work. You, are you, be, let your life have a When you are not in church, we are wondering. Like when Auntie Faith is not in church, I, she's not in town. If Auntie Faith is not in church, she's not in town. If Sister Sarah is not in church, she's not in town. Paul Abbe, sometimes. <laughs> She's in town, is in town, not in church. She's having a meeting, PDP meeting. <laughs> Hallelujah. No, give your life what is a pattern. <laughs> give your life what a pattern. Some of you, when we see you in middle service, will be afraid. <laughs> if we see you in middle service, we'll be like, eh? What are you doing here? Is Jesus coming? Because there's a pattern. You never show up. Give your life a good pattern. Hallelujah. Amen. Number two. Lessons for the background. Number two. Yes. You are not hearing me very well, Abby. No, Is it? You are hearing me very well. Number two. If something is going wrong and you are qualified to do something about it, do something about it. Don't let it keep going on. Do something about it. If God has equipped you to do something, do something about it. Paul saw the way the, 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 the Jews were jumping from Christianity to Judaism. He decided to do something about it. He wrote to them that if you continue like this, you will end up, you'll be losing Christ. You will end up in hell. He wrote to them. He did something about it. Brothers and sisters. People say God will fix their marriage for them. God will not fix your marriage for you. God will not write a note to your wife and tell her, I love you. You hear me? God will not write, make birthday cake for your wife. God will not cook good meal for your husband. You hear me? God will not sweep your house. Do you hear what I'm saying right now? God will not tell your wife on your behalf, I love you. Do something about it. 
Once you are employed in a place, do, God will not do the work for you. Yeah. He will open the door, but you have to occupy the space. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Do you guys say that? Yes, God will open the door, but you have to occupy the space. He told us to occupy till I come. Yeah. He will not do. He will, he will empower you, but you have to do the job. Yes, Is somebody hearing what I'm saying right now? Yeah. Do something about it. If your son is failing math, get a math teacher. Don't say, Father, open his mind. Open his mind through a teacher. Do something about it. Kai. Do you get what I'm trying to say right now? If you are not generating enough money and you are all dependent on people, do something about it. Do something. Ask God. Try something. Do something. If you are not growing spiritually, you are not growing financially, you are not growing mentally, do something about it. If I have time today, I will show you uh, 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 when we get to church. I want to say when we get to reach church. Sorry. <laughs> when we get to church this morning, I will show you. Look, when we were talking about the, the parable of the lost coin, the loss of this, the lost, uh, the lost sheep, they went to look for all those ones. But when it comes to the lost son, he went to look for the father. Yes, now. Wow. The father didn't go to look for him. Are you tired because the father went to look for him? No. He said, I will arise and go to... Some of you, you think that God will come and look for you after you have known the truth. You will go to hell. Once, you, once God has shown you the truth, you better look for him. He says, draw nigh to me and I will draw nigh. Man must take the first step. He has made the first move by giving us Jesus. After that, you must make the first step. So, you know what I'm talking about? I'm trying to say right now, do something about it. He can, look at these Jews. Hey, after, they, after we preach to them, after they accepted Christ, they are now going back to Judaism. What foolish people. I don't care. They will go to hell. No. He sat down and penned one of the most, one of the deepest scriptures, one of the deepest letters to correct their standing. Because you know what? He knows that if they knew better, they would do better. Did you get what I'm trying to say this morning? Hallelujah. That's number two lesson. Number three, hallelujah. Amen. Hi, okay, I have a bit of time. Hallelujah. Amen. Number three, mental knowledge of scriptures is not equal to revelation. Amen. Some people, when we quote scripture, they finish it for us. But their action is totally against what they just quoted. Because to them, it's mental knowledge, it's not revelation. If you have gone, follow us to go and preach before outside, you will see kind of stupid arguments we encounter. You will know this one, he knows mentally the scripture, but no spirit of the scripture in him. Jesus said, The word I speak to you, they are spirit and they are life. They are not mental, they are spirits. I met one guy at one junction there one day. He was again. Uh, okay, I can't see my friend here this morning. Um, Jasper. The man took us this way. He took us this way. He was arguing. He wanted something. He said, no, the, you know, it's about faith. Faith is, you know, faith can be in God. It can be in a tree. It can be in a tree. And when you believe that, it will work for you. I said, look, I'm not here to argue theologically. I said, we're having a program in church tomorrow. If you want to come, come. I, you reserve a right to go to hell. It's a God-given right to man. He said, I lay before you life and death. Choose. He said, these people begging you to give your life to Christ and begging you, hey, you don't know what you are missing. 
Hey, you don't know what you are missing. You don't know what you are missing. That you can wake up in the morning and call God your father. You don't know what you are missing. You don't know what you are missing. Bible says if it's only in this world we have hope. We have all men most men. You don't know what you are missing. Then you can tell demon, get out! What a billionaire cannot do, you can do it. By the power and your authority in the name of Jesus Christ, you are an authorized user of that name. You are being authorized to use that name. They don't know what they are missing. The Jews, they know about the law. They know about Moses. They know about Abraham. They know about Melchizedek. Why is that they could not apply any of them? That means mental knowledge. It doesn't equal revelation knowledge. Glory be to God forevermore. You know what you do? Every day, pray for yourself. For spirit of wisdom and revelation. So that the word you read will become life. Instead of letter to you. Say amen to that. Amen. Finally this morning. Take advantage of adversity. Take advantage of what? Of adversity. You are crying. I don't have job. I don't want to. I'm trying to I'm ask God to, 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 to ask God to improve my language this year to help me to be a better Christian. I don't want to say you are stupid, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, but God should help me this year. I'm trying to improve. What are you crying about? What's wrong with you? You have 24 golden hours a day. Golden hours. What are you filling the hours with? You wake up, you watch television. Equalizer, part one, part two, part three. And you are equalized with poverty. What is wrong with you? Don't be distracted, though. Yeah. Do something about that. Maybe Paul, Satan thought he has arrested Paul. Mm-hmm. He had taken him to prison. He took advantage of it. He started writing the prison. Now I don't preach every day again. Now I don't do missionary journey again. I have a table. I have. I started writing. Do you know it was the prison where he was in Rome was one of the dirtiest prisons, according to, to the Bible historians. The, the prison was kept. Hmm? My God. You know, there was a time he wrote, he wrote to Timothy that when you are coming, please bring the winter jacket. Remember, the, there was a prison he was. Hmm? <laughs> that prison, it was where the sewage of entire Rome passed. Just imagine the smell. Sorry, my sister. She said, <laughs> she, she was living the experience. Cold floor, no bed. And from there, Philippians, there was nowhere he wrote about joy more than Philippians. Rejoice in the Lord always again, I say, rejoice. So he kept talking about joy because he knew without joy he would die. Because the joy of the Lord is your strength. He turned what adversity into what an advantage. Do you get what I was trying to say, everybody, this morning? Maybe this time you don't have work. It's time for you to develop yourself spiritually and listen to CD and be your spirit man. So when you are busy, you are already loaded. 
You come out loaded. It's not time to be money and the crying. Finish New Testament ten times. One, two, three. By the time you finish New Testament ten times, you are quoting proof. Are you, you understand what I'm talking about right now? Yeah. This is yourself right now. I switch off the phone. Should be no, they've not called me for the interview. I'm at home. Switch off your phone. I will speak in tongues for three hours non-stop. By the time you finish, you will be seeing angels. Do you get what I'm trying to say right now? Turn it to an advantage. Shabu, you are not close to your, to your parents. You are not close to your, to your in-laws before. You are not close to your brothers. All of you greet each other once a year. Shabu, you don't have a job now. No. Go and greet them now. Build the broken down walls now. Take advantage of it. Turn adversity to what? To an advantage. Instead of, Lord, Lord, now your work are they try to do. Now your work are they try to do. Now, the Bible says I should be I'm trying to become all things to all men. Now I go try to practice Judaism. Now they catch me. Now your work, are they try to do? Are they try to work in love? And he begins to complain, complain, complain. He will just die. You know what he did? He took advantage of that. Glory be to God forevermore. If they sack you today, know God has hand in it. God, ask God, what is the next phase? What is the next stage? Every time you try to go back, you are missing God. you get what we are trying to say right now? Take advantage of it. Some of you will sack you, you'll be, you'll be protesting, you will go and report in the, everywhere, you will get lawyer to write them, move on! Take advantage of the adversity. Say they are not fear, they are not fear. The world is not designed to be fear. I rest my case this morning. May God bless you. Amen. <laughs> May God bless you. Did you get something this morning? Are you happy you came for this service this morning? Thank you, thank you, Hugo. Thank you. Thank you. Multiple celebrations. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Enjoy multiple celebrations. Amen. Your family, your household. Amen. Enjoy multiple celebrations. Amen. In the name of Jesus Amen. Christ. Enjoy multiple celebrations. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. It is possible. Amen. It will be done. In the name of Jesus. Name of Jesus. Say with me as we close. Say this with me. Say the Lord, the Lord has, made has made room. For me. For me. In the land. Therefore. I will prosper. Hallelujah. Let's celebrate God, everybody. Hallelujah. Concise knowledge.